0: Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: Hello and welcome to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. And we are here to recap Arizona men's basketball's game this evening against Texas A&M Corpus Christi, as Jason said last night. The final score was Arizona, 99, and uh, Corpus Christi, 61. The
2: Islanders. I'm just calling them the Islanders. The
1: Islanders. Or the Hummingbirds. Yes. As we said last night. Um, it definitely from... I didn't get to watch all the game because I we had errands around with the kids. But I did anyway. But what we did see um, was pretty much domination, as we kind of anticipated. Um, but first off, what is the status of Kirikrisa?
2: Yeah, so Kirikrisa had a stomach bug of sorts. It looked like he, he tried to give it a go. He had three turnovers early on, didn't really give any energy whatsoever. I mean, you could just kind of tell something was, was off about him, you know, played four minutes, had three turnovers, just not, not himself. And basically went to Tommy and said, "I, I can't do this tonight. And uh, he started to feel poorly yesterday. It sounds like it's a 24-hour bug, ideally. No reason for him to play. He's a tough dude. If he says he can't go, he clearly can't go. Um, the expectation, listen, Tommy, is he, he doesn't seem to be worried. It's Tuesday. They should be able to get things going back by Saturday and uh, get him fluids and all that. So it sounds like he's uh, hes going to be okay. Just a little,
1: a little a tummy t- bug. A little tummy bug. It happens to the best of us. Every once in a while. Um Jason got it when we went to Europe.
2: That was death. That wasn't a tummy bug.
1: <laughs> that was Satan Jason entering almost my body. Died.
2: <laughs> that was Satan entering my body and then trying to escape.
1: Uh, yeah. It wasn't fun. He he missed uh like forty eight hours when we were in Cinque Terre. Like I had to go to a pesto class by myself and explore by myself.
2: That was the most sick I've ever been. Ever. We'll talk about it. It was disgusting. But, Anywhere that you could go to the bathroom or throw up, I went to the bathroom and threw so up. So you
1: didn't have to say that part. You just leave it vague. I have pictures.
2: I'll tweet them out.
1: Um, anyway, so get better, Kirk Carissa, and uh, I'm sure by Saturday with a whole bunch of fluids and rest and, you know, very light practicing to start, you'll be great. So um, on another note, Kylan Boswell got the most minutes he has seen all season. What did you think of his play?
2: Yeah, so it, it wound up actually being kind of a, a blessing in disguise. I mean, he Kylan Bollesville played the second most minutes on the team at 26. That's the type of game this was. Only the, the second most minutes on the team was 26. Zoo, Zoo had 29. Um, but, you know, he uh, he played really well. And eight points, eight assists, seven rebounds, only two, two turnovers. Hit the NBA three. And yeah, I mean he had uh, he had a shot where he stopped and kind of did a fade away from the free throw line, which was a terrible shot. But you know, for the most part, he he played really well. And I think that look, I you know, there's a difference in competition between A and M Corpus Christi and and I don't know maybe they're probably better than Cal, but <laughs> you know most of the the Pac-12 and but the fact that you can go and you can give them 26 minutes and say look i mean you're you you can play at this level 8 points 8 assists 7 rebounds that's pretty damn good for basically playing starter minutes um against an aggressive team especially defensively you know a lot of hand swiping and all that trying to get steals and 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 you finally i thought for the first time i think it was one point he was 1 for 11 from 3 before he hit the the next two but finally saw the potential in boswell and again you gotta remember 17 years old i know we repeat this all the time um but for him to go out and and basically get thrust into a starting guard position i mean he he probably wasn't going into tonight thinking oh i'm going to play 26 minutes and basically run the offense for the entire game Um, but that's pretty much what he did at least for the important minutes and uh he did it very well And, and it took a little bit for the offense to get going without Kirk Cree's right, rightfully so, because it's used to running with him. But once the offense was established and got a little bit more comfortable, we started to see it at the end of the first half and then pretty much the entire second half, um, you know, the offense was able to go and, and Kylan Boswell was a, uh, a big part of that. So really nice for him to be able to, to show his potential and, and play well tonight.
1: Um, another potential situation tonight, Henry Visar showed his full potential tonight. What makes him so special?
2: Yeah, so you got the whole Henry Vasar package tonight. You got the rebounding a little bit. You know, you got four boards. You got uh, the soft touch, the free throw line. You got the, the inside game. You got two threes that looked completely comfortable. He made all his shots. So he had 16 points, five for five shooting, no turnovers, and only 15 minutes of action. Uh, that's a pretty damn good line. So, you know, that Arizona recruited him and basically hit him for a reason and there is a lot of hype surrounding Basar. And, and there's still some we like he has to get stronger. But, you know, like we we saw the full potential. He is a a large kid with a an ability to step into threes and play in the post and rebound and do basically everything. Uh he is clearly a very good basketball player in terms of potential. He's not there yet. There's a lot of room to grow, but we saw tonight that you know, he he has the ability to overmatch teams. And again, I keep competition in mind, and I don't know how much he's going to play Saturday against Tennessee. You know, Tennessee is a grown man, push you around type of basketball team. And in an ideal world, he gets minutes and he's able to hang with those guys, but that's going to be a tough game. Um, but again, this is the type of game where you, you could turn around and be like, look, this is what happens when you play well. You can put up these type of numbers and, you know, they're letting them shoot the threes. They're comfortable with him taking that shot. And, He's really good. Like, he's an NBA prospect. He's been an NBA prospect since Arizona landed him. And and he's a guy where, you know, I, I've been saying consistently, by the end of the season, he's going to be really, really good. And, and Arizona's going to get him on campus probably, I would assume, for another year. And he's probably going to be one of the better players in the conference because he's that type of guy. He's still raw. You know, he's not the superstar that everyone thought he would be from day one. But the fact that he has that room to grow and be really good. We saw it tonight. You know, he's not going to go out and shoot five for five at 16 points every game, but he's going to have games like this this season where he's he's clearly one of the better options on the court against teams that don't have a lot of options, and even some teams that do. He's just a, he's a good basketball player.
1: It's always nice to have that in your back pocket. I'm sure a variety of aces in your back pocket is always a good thing. I'm sure Tommy Lloyd's very proud of himself.
0: Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yes.
1: Jason's <laughs> just staring at me. Uh, what other individual players stood out to you tonight? Arizona. Arizona. I mean, look,
2: it's just one of those games. Like, we kind of knew. We mentioned that they weren't good enough to beat Arizona on you – know, If. you If Arizona faced a better opponent tonight, it would have been kind of a trap game. Coming off Indiana, Tennessee on Saturday, they started a little slow without Kirk Kreese, and then all of a sudden they go, you know what, let's just turn it up. I thought their defense was very impressive against Corpus Christi in the second half. I I thought that nothing came easy. Corpus Christi basically said, we're shooting more threes, and and they shot way more threes than they have in any game this season, Um, and they let Arizona shoot threes. That was their strategy was because if Arizona went inside – they had no chance. So they basically say, "Look, Arizona is going to beat us from the three-point line." So be it. And then Arizona goes okay. and, and and shoots 15 of 27 from behind the arc. If Arizona is shooting 15 of 27 from behind the arc, you're you're done before you even begin. You're not winning the game. If Arizona is making 15 threes on better than 50% shooting from three, you are done. The rebounding was close in the first half, wound up being 52 to 32. Arizona out rebounded Corpus Christi 30 to 13 in the second half they turned the ball over too much in the first half um, then they kind of cleaned it up free throws 23 to eight again uh you know it, it, it's just 51 bench points because of Boswell Cedric Henderson had 11 Dylan Anderson comes in and hits a three uh you know Vasar 16 Adema demo ball came in and shot a ton of threes only made two of them but you know he looked comfortable. Philip Borovichan had a three and three rebounds. I mean, they it, it was just one of those games where nobody really played poorly. I mean, Arizona was just, you know, 26 assists on 34 uh, made field goals. is just stupid. And, look, they got off to a slow start, but they this is what you want to see. When, when Arizona plays teams like this, this is what you want to see. You want to see them blow them out and end the game strong. They ended the game Arizona did on a 7-0 run. They made eight of their last nine field goals. Corpus Christi didn't score for the last two minutes, 48 seconds, but the game was over way before that. But, um, look, let's just be honest. All signs point to Tennessee at this point. This was a tune-up game for Tennessee. Let's get right. Let's get some things fixed. Let's give our bench some minutes because all anyone cares about is Saturday's game against Tennessee. And rightly so. Yeah, and And we'll preview that at a later date. But, I mean, there's not a lot of analysis to take from games. It's like when you're trying to preview it. Um, you know, I, I did talk before the game about some of their their better players, and I was interested. And in, you know, Isaac Mushila was the guy that I mentioned, six five power forward, and it would be weird to see how they guarded him. But he was he was four of twelve, shot four threes, which he can't even do, nine point seven rebounds, and then he just obviously couldn't guard Zoo. Twenty points, thirteen rebounds, four assists. Um, you know, it, it, they play guys that shoot threes. It just it just wasn't going for him. I mean, they just, they, no one played well on their team. Maybe Burdick's a little bit, but you didn't really look at guys and go, oh, man, they played really well. Or sometimes, you know, you, you play these mid-major, low-major teams, and you're like, that guy can play anywhere. They they didn't really have that guy to me. But, I mean, you, you want Arizona to kick the crap out of them, and, and Arizona kicked the crap out and of them.
1: And no one was injured, and is going to get the whole rest of the week to rest up and get better from his tummy bug and hopefully be 100%. Hope so.
2: There we go. There we go.
1: Easy peasy. Yes. Thank you to the Hummingbirds.
2: Bear down, everyone. And uh, we will discuss the Tennessee game later in the week. There's a football commitment pending. We don't know who it is. Well, you don't know who it is. But ah. uh, <laughs> hopefully you can find out tomorrow because the football natives are getting restless. But. Also,
1: we would be remiss if we did not mention the football news. Obviously, um, We were really sad about mike leach just like everybody else he was a really awesome dude and um yeah i was just kind of really really upset today but i did read that he was an organ donor so he did another awesome thing and he's gonna have a great legacy
2: i'm gonna say this and i posted it on the board and i i hopefully it's not too soon but you know grant wall's brother basically said it wasn't foul play admitted it wasn't they know what it was and they'll release it tomorrow or soon uh mike leach had bronchitis and and all that and the, the coaching staff according to ross dellinger was saying take a step back and he wouldn't do it and i don't want to get into whole philosophical discussion right now in the podcast but uh there is no pride in working yourself to death like i work my ass off and you could tell that shelby when it is time to step away even though i'm stubborn i step away for a bit because yeah. no one really gives a shit how hard you work when you're dead.
1: Exactly. I, I think there's just a whole men's health overarching conversation in general. Like they're, one of the reasons why men don't live as long as women is that there's just like this per, pervasive attitude in our society that you know men have to be strong. They have to like, you know, continually work through an illness. And some of that is the system itself. I'm not. We're, again, we're not getting into those semantics, but the overarching conversation is: you have two men in very high-powered sports jobs who worked through illness without ever getting better, and and that's a problem. So hopefully, if you're ever not feeling good and you need to like see a doctor, or take care of yourself, please do that. And um, we definitely have. We met Mike Leach before. Jason knew Yeah, I mean, I,
2: I met Mike Leach once, but the thing that gets me is, like, I knew a lot of people, and I've worked with a lot of people that really knew Mike Leach. Uh, Matt Dudek, who's at Mississippi State now, thoughts and prayers to him. Dave Nichol, who's ironically no longer with us, learned from Mike Leach. Bill Biedenbaugh, Sonny Dykes. I mean, all those guys that learned from Mike Leach and came from his coaching tree – uh, I've worked with and I've known and they're some of the, the best people I've been around so that that's saying something so thoughts with the whole Mississippi State uh, community and uh, yeah take all care nightmares. of
1: yourself yep bear down
2: no but seriously Shelby in Italy like wherever I could go to the bathroom and Fon oh
1: my is, god Jesus.
2: I mean trains <laughs> planes and automobiles
1: okay the funny thing about Italians is they're very upset about tummy issues and th- like Jason rolled into town and was ill and, like, was crawling upstairs. When I got
2: better, I had people that I'd never met or seen in my entire life
1: go, Hey, how are you feeling? Hey, what?
2: I don't even know. That was my Italian accent. That asking was me really how good. I feel. The local waiter wouldn't even serve me the food I wanted because it was fried and he was worried about my tummy.
1: Yep. He made him some rice and boiled chicken. So
2: whatever, Italy.